You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Have you caught a dose of FCS fever? Welcome to the FCS Fever Podcast, a part of the Aaron Torres Media Feed. Now, here's your host of the FCS Fever Podcast, Jeff Colhane. All right, let's fire it up. Let's get it going. It is another edition and the final edition. Looking back on the 2021 FCS College football season, welcome in to the FCS Fever Podcast. My name is Jeff Colhane. Great to be with you. And it's been a little over a week now since the FCS National Championship game, Toyota Stadium, Frisco, Texas. Another championship for the Bison. Nine in the last 11 seasons for NDSU, a 38-10 winner over Montana State. And a weekend for NDSU football that was certainly very special. The Bison have been fortunate. They have been, I wouldn't call it lucky, but certainly have been in a situation here over the last decade, which is as good, if not better, than any other football dynasty or sports dynasty in the history of college athletics. You could go even beyond that, the history of sports in general with what they have accomplished. Yet, there seemed to be a different feeling, a unique feeling about this one coming off of a spring season, which we all hope, and I certainly don't want to ever replicate ever again. This was a team that had a chip on their shoulder and wasn't necessarily looked at as the odds-on favorites to win the FCS National Championship this past season in 2021. You look back at all of the success the FCS had over FBS foes, the success the Big Sky had versus FBS foes early in the year, the wins by Montana, specifically over Washington. Eastern Washington garners a win. You've got Montana State battling Wyoming early in the season. Cal Poly a win at Tulsa. On and on and on and on. South Dakota State, a program that is not far off, if they are at all, from NDSU with what they have done here over the last few seasons or so. They are the one program right now that you look at that NDSU, I guess if you want to use the word struggles, has had their struggles with in the Dakota marker rivalry game with South Dakota State winning four of the last six matchups. And, of course, James Madison, their final run through the FCS. JMU hoping to end that with a national title. The same goes for Sam Houston as the Bearcats won the spring national championships as well. So we've had years past where NDSU has been looked upon as the odds-on favorite. NDSU against the field in FCS college football, as I laid out. That wasn't the case here this season. This last year 
was a, new, a unique year in the FCS because you had a handful of teams throughout the season you believed could win a national championship. And a lot of those teams I just mentioned, Sam Houston with a lengthy winning streak. You looked at Montana with their win over Washington, NDSU, SDSU, James Madison, an ETSU team with a win at Vanderbilt early on in the season. Montana State and Brent Vegan's first year. I'm not sure if we all believe the Bobcats were going to be Frisco bound, but man, they were good throughout the season. They caught magic. They caught lightning in a bottle with Tommy Mallott and made their way to the national championship game with a run through the postseason that Bobcat fans will never forget. So from that vantage point, it was certainly different. It was certainly unique. And for NDSU, it was a fall season where it wasn't always just you know, sunshines and palm trees and roses across the board week in and week out. A team that went 14-1 and this season faced its fair share of adversity with some injuries, some questions at quarterback, some questions about offense. Would the offense become more decisive, become more fluid? Well, enter Cam Miller, the young quarterback sophomore from Solon, Iowa, after Quincy Patterson II went down with injury. Miller surely put his stamp on this NDSU offense and this NDSU season coming on and helping lead the Bison to Frisco and lead NDSU to a national championship as well. And give Tyler Roll and Randy Hedberg, the coaches at NDSU on the offensive side, the entire offensive staff, but the offensive coordinator, Tyler Roll, associate head coach, passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach, Randy Hedberg, a boatload of credit for their success in incorporating a two-quarterback system with that NDSU offense. David Braun, one of the top defensive coordinators after a spring season where the Bison defense did not look like the Bison defense, that group turned out to be historically great here in 2021, statistically shutting opposing offenses down across the board. Uh, A magnificent season for this North Dakota State defense led by David Braun. So a, a year where... It was different. It was unique across the board. We saw that there could be a handful of teams that could win this whole thing in Frisco, Texas. It turned out the Bison remain at the pinnacle. They're at the top of the mountain in FCS college football, letting everybody know that spring season was a mirage and the Bison are the standard in FCS college football once again. Uh, We're going to talk about this, obviously, but we've got a lot coming your way with NDSU head coach Matt Entz. And what a job Matt Entz has done carrying on the success and carrying on the tradition of Bison football. Three years now in the books with Matt Entz at the helm, two national championships, coaching through a pandemic and a spring season, a two-time Missouri Valley Football Conference Coach of the Year, two-time national champion, and two-time AFCA National Coach of the Year in the FCS as well. Matt Entz has taken Bison football, continued its success, and put his stamp on this program and has helped it rise to higher standards as well with what he has accomplished and his vision for the program as well. Was able to catch up with Matt Entz, the head coach of the herd in two different parts. We hope you like it. We hope you appreciate it. Coming up later on as well, we'll take a look at the 2022 FCS college football season. Some thoughts and putting a bow on 2021. 
But a conversation here with NDSU head football coach Matt Entz. Things are getting back to normal a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the last three weeks have been, you throw the holidays in there, you throw prep in there, have been full of events and work. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's been over, well, it's it's been since 2000, January 2019 that it's looked like this. Right. I mean, a year ago, we were practicing today. Uh, <laughs> you know, we had 220 practices in the last year, and so uh, this is this is good for me. It's good for my family. It's good for our coaching staff and our players right now to get back to that normal calendar. Yeah. Uh, and so we're excited about that, but also uh, excited about what the what the future looks like too. Yeah. Rick Huff and I were talking about that. Have you? Is this the most excited you've been for an off season ever? Well, excited for multiple reasons. Yeah. One, because it does get back to normal. We're going to get some coaches on the road recruiting a little bit, um, just in front of some high school coaches, something we've done very uh, little over the course of the last couple, two years. Uh, I'm excited because of just the, the volume of young kids we still have on this football team and the volume of young men that played for us in the 21 season that are going to be back. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm I'm. I'm getting excited just to see where we can go and what little things we can continue to improve on over the course of the next you know, seven months until the season shows up. Yep. One of the last, since last Saturday mm-hmm. at 2 p.m. Central time, what, what's it been like for you since that point? Uh, it, it's gone by really quick. Uh, it's been probably a smile on my face more than what's customary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been it's been outstanding. So we were, you know, we, we got home about ten o'clock uh, Saturday night, which was a win mm-hmm. compared to the last time True we were story. down there. Yeah, uh, we didn't get home till about four o'clock in the morning, and uh, our players had a blast. Uh, you know, we had uh, a lot of our administration and supporters on the plane with us on the way home, uh, and I think everyone took just a deep breath. I, I it got pretty quiet on there. I think a lot of people were taking a well-deserved nap yeah. uh, on the flight back from Frisco. Uh, Sunday morning, got up, uh, had to be down at the AFCA convention in San Antonio, turned right around, went right back to Texas, um, just a different destination, had some meetings, uh, had some honors luncheons, things of that nature that I needed to attend. Um, that was great. Monday night, staff got together, we watched the national championship game uh, with each other over burgers and and everything else that yep. goes with it. You bet. And then uh, came home on Tuesday, was up at the office on Wednesday. We have some recruits in this weekend. Um, shoveled my own driveway out this morning. <laughs> Didn't have to rely on the boys or anything like that. They did come out and help, but that was good. Yeah. Um, you know, just trying to take every day, day by day right now, but enjoying everything about it. Trying to catch up on the 300 or so text messages I had after the game, and, and the number of people that reached out and congratulated by the nation. I always, I always ask this question: text message or phone call from someone you hadn't talked to in a while that influenced you, or a, a colleague, a coach, a friend, anything that uh, that comes well, to mind right away. Well, all the pro bison. Yeah, and just the volume of, of messages I've gotten from those guys and the former players here uh, are unbelievable. But you know, all my for any former player I've had has reached out. But a couple of unique ones are Gary Barda, yep, former Bison, 
AD at Iowa. AD at Iowa. Yep. You know, reaching out. Uh, you know, thought that was really cool. Yep. Um, you know, I, I have some, you know, some good friends that uh, that coach at the the Power Five level, and for them to recognize and appreciate Bison football, I think says a lot about the brand and the and the way we play. And so, anytime you 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 run into those guys at the national convention, you know, quick story. I went up and I had a I had a kind of a social I needed to attend, and I went up and introduced myself to Sam Pittman, head yeah. football coach at Arkansas. Arkansas, yep. And his first comment was, "Don't be trying to butter me up. We ain't playing you." Another <laughs> <laughs> example, everyone. There you go. There but, you go. But, but his next comment was what an awesome game to watch. And he goes, every single one of our coaches watched it and walked away from like, man, that's really good football. Yeah. And so just, just the, the brand. And sometimes you take it for granted. You never should. We always tell our players, never take anything that this program does for granted. Yeah. But after games like that, you do truly realize how powerful the, the logo is and, and how many people. I was getting on a flight in San Antonio, Texas. I walked by a, a Delta pilot mm-hmm. and he threw the horns at me <laughs> and i threw him right back i love it that is so great yeah that's fantastic um i assume watching that game back a little different than when you're watching just a random game in the middle of the season back and trying to you know pull apart okay well this was good this was bad it's what we got to work on what's it like watching the national championship game back you know i i watched actually the first half and then the first yeah. series of the second uh, half this morning uh got up early and just needed something to do so i, th- I threw it on haven't really dive, dove into it like that. This morning I watched it just kind of as a fan. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I knew the result, but I still was having fun watching <laughs> yeah. it and, and, and seeing the energy. That's, I think that's the thing, Andy, sometimes you miss as a coach. You're trying to be so caught up in the, in the X's and the O's and the, and the schematics of it all that you lose sight of the energy that our kids played with. And you talk about energy. There was – an unbelievable amount of it, but also the execution, especially offensively that we had, mm-hmm. defensively. I mean, it was important for our kids to play well and uh, to put a, a stamp on this season. And uh, yeah, they put one on. They put they put a great stamp on it. And what a fun group to be around for the entire year of of you know since yeah. January twenty one. Yeah, I don't know if I've shared this with you. I think I have. I think I've shared it with you. And I shared it on the show Monday on the first show doing the show in Denver. So. We always record our pregame interview before it's about 90 minutes before the game, yep. I would say. And the funny part about it was we were just getting ready to record it on the field. And all of a sudden, the music players right on top of us. And you look at me and you go, tunnel. I go, let's go to the tunnel. Let's get out yep. of here. So we walked down the tunnel and it was I, I don't want to say that you were relaxed by any means. But I, I felt like there was just a level of understanding that you had that your guys were ready to play right. on Saturday. And I walked away from it and I thought they've got a pretty good feel of, how, you know, not that they're going to gap them or blow them out, but it just it felt like it, it, the sense I got was you guys were ready and you were you were your your players were ready to go out and execute the game plan. Is that as I don't want to again not cocky, not confident, but did you have a really good vibe that your players were locked in more so than maybe another game before with with that game on Saturday? 
I did. Uh, I think the three weeks that we had that led up to it, the, the three or four practices before the holidays, coming back and really just diving in and, and not hitting, missing a bead. I mean, there were some indicators during winter camp that we were in pretty good situation. And, and part of it, a lot of the feedback I get from Coach Kramer, uh, you know, there's a lot of days during winter camp we have lifting and running in the morning, back to patterns, kind of like summer yeah. almost, and then practice in the afternoon. And our kids didn't, they didn't blink. They, it's okay. So that's what we're going to do. Yep. If, if that's what it takes to get on the stage, then sign me up. Yeah. And if you can't get ready in three weeks or feel like you're prepared in three weeks, then we didn't do a good job preparing. And yep. I felt like we were in a good spot. And the other piece, and kudos to them, but our football team reassured me every day that we were ready to go. Yep. I mean, there was – Coach, we got this. I mean, yep. that was the mentality around the, around the hotel. Yep. Coach, we know you get worked up. We know you get excited about games. You know, you, you feel pressure, coach. We got this. I mean, that was the mentality. <laughs> yeah. You know, from guy, Dawson Weber, Cordell Volson, Cam Miller. I, 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 boy, when they, when they feel comfortable, I don't know why I should be, you know, there was no stress. Yeah. And I just, the pressure was good. The pressure to win that day brought out the best in our football team yeah. because we were totally prepared. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. You mentioned to me we were taping – the TV show, your TV show afterwards on the uh, concourse underneath the canopy. And you said Cordell Volson was not going to let us lose this game. Nope. What about a guy like Cordell and your other leaders on this team when it comes to this game that that provides even more of that belief and understanding that we're going to do it. We're just I don't, I don't know how. I don't know why we're going to be prepared, but we're going to we're not going to let this one get away from us. Right. Well, you know, part of being a head coach, you try to you're you're looking at everything from a a, a big picture, mm-hmm. making sure we're moving in the right direction, we're practicing what we needs to be done. Yeah, you know, I lean on my leaders of the team, Cordell, Dawson, Jackson, Hankey, uh, Cody, Mauk, Phoenix, Sproles, mm-hmm. Cam, and Quincy, and, and there's a number of other guys that make up our our captains, but also our leadership council. They're the ones that give me the day-to-day feedback of how are our legs? How, how are we from a physical standpoint and how are we from a mental standpoint? Yep. You know, I've challenged our team that there's a lot of good football teams out there. The difference between good and great is the space between your ears. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. If you want a measurable, that's it. And they, they get it we got to be mentally better than our opponent. And Mm -hmm. so just diving into the details, making sure we turn over every stone in our preparation and the willingness to say, hey, this is what i got to do to be a champion. All right, the first part of our conversation with NDSU head football coach Matt Entz, Andy Rickoff uh, on these uh, interviews with me as well. Second part coming up in moments. And the NFL playoffs are here, and our partners at DraftKings Sportsbook have their best offer yet for new users. Now, first-time users can make a $5 money line bet on any team, and if that team wins, you win an automatic $280 in free bets via our partners at DraftKings. That's right, one $5 money line bet. And if it hits, you win $280 in free cash. Here's how it works. 
Click the link in the show description. Sign up for a new account with DraftKings Sportsbook and make your first deposit. Make a $5 bet on any team. And if your team wins, you get an automatic $280 thanks to our friends at DraftKings. It's the best offer going in sports betting, so act now. If you or somebody know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-426-2537 in Illinois. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Wyoming. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. Or call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. 21 and older. 18 and older in Wyoming. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. A minimum $5 deposit. Minimum $5 wager. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. We've kind of gone over it ourselves as as guys that, that don't have the knowledge, obviously, that you guys have of, of your system and what you want to do. I, I don't I, I can't remember an offense that ran two quarterbacks like that in and out so seamlessly with such a high level of execution right. overall. Because you you've you know, we've talked about it. The old adage is if you have two quarterbacks, you maybe have zero, right? right? But you definitely have two, <laughs> and you certainly have three with Cole Payton. Yep. What does that say about that, that group and the plan put in place to make that work as well as it did? I mean, it was near perfection right. on the offensive side. Well, I think, the it, one, you have to have unbelievably humble young men that are willing to do that. There's not very many quarterbacks out there that are willing to share time. Uh, it's one of the most competitive positions on any team. Most teams only take one a year. You can only start one. Yeah. And we, we, we're kind of outside the norm a little bit by playing so many quarterbacks at different times. But being multifaceted, being able to turn around, hand it off to a tailback, n- nakeds, play action with either, and quarterback run game with either. Yeah, I mean, I think at Quincy ended up with the year with maybe 600 yards rushing, and Cam had close to 300. Yep. And I mean, that, that 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 that's that, and it starts with the guys up front. It starts with the guys in that quarterback room, and you know, a a, a big shout out has to go to Randy Hedberg. Yeah, I mean, he's the one who has to balance it all, and rep it all, communicate it all, teach evaluate all those things in that room and um, you get the right people. You know, when winning is more important than personal success, you have a chance to do anything. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking about Cole Payton, too, I know you guys are extremely excited. Randy Hedberg was here just a a couple of days ago and was extremely excited about Cole Payton in the future there. Was the plan to get him a a snap or is that just a a game situation you feel like you could get Cole Payton a snap there? No, it was a plan. Uh, He's under his Mm -hmm. four-game redshirt rule and he's been tremendous all year long and he, he's, he's had a lot of reps. You can see his personal development as we go on. And uh, I think part of it was, you know, for everything you've done for us, we got to get you in this game. You deserve a snap in the national championship game. And uh, I think he's only scratching, you know, the very minimal of what he can be down the road. Hunter Lipke <laughs> is he, – he is such a unique player – I, I'm having a hard time trying to describe 
just the skill set and the talent overall and the emergence he's had from last spring to through the playoffs yep. has been extremely, extremely impressive. Over what's this? What's this guy ceiling? Don't for know. you? You Don't know? know. I'm, I, I'm excited to find out though. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think part of it last spring he kind of came out a little bit. He was close to 250 at the time. Mm-hmm. What he did between spring and fall was he trimmed about 10 pounds, lost some, modified his body. He's as fast as a tailback. He's as strong as a fullback. He's as physical as a tight end. He, he kind of does everything, and he does it really well. He's a football guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my end-of-the-year meeting with him earlier this week, and I joked. I said, for as many things – and kind of a quarterback situation on the last touchdown right. You know, is, am I going to see you at Mike Linebacker at some <laughs> point next year? And he just – and he doesn't say a lot, but he did smile, so – I, I get, he's probably thinking about it. Whatever you need, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just, it, it's fascinating. And we, you know, we talked about during the coaches show during the season, when you line him up all over the place, I, I can't imagine the defense has a key there, yeah. right? I mean, you can't bring a new guy in. You can't substitute some new personnel because you're sliding him around in different places yeah. where he can help you make plays and make things happen. Well, having had a call defenses for a number of years, you know, I, I sit back sometimes and, and, and during the course of the game, I'll see the opponent signaling in personnel and I almost chuckle because it's, how do you handle two tight ends, but one of them's Hunter Lipke, both quarterbacks are in at the same time, Kobe Johnson's in, Christian Watson's in. <laughs> w- w- what is that personnel called? Yeah. You know, is it, 12H Wildcat? Is it 12HQ? And now, how many calls do you actually have for that personnel group? Exactly. And how much did you actually practice it? And I mean, that there's challenges there. And if you remember, when I became head coach, and and I know we're in a we're in a fast pace, we got to score a lot of points. World, people always ask, well, how are you going to be involved? I'm just I'm going to look at it through the lens of a defense. I'm not going to try to be something I'm not. Yeah. I'm just going to try to be really good at at still understanding I'm a defensive guy, but what were the challenges and the things that I didn't want to deal with as a play caller, and we're going to make sure we do those. Right. Because that that's where the swinging gate comes up. You have 10, 15 minutes a week on it now. Well, that's 15 minutes. I don't get to worry about the Hunter, Cam, Quincy personnel grouping. Right. It, it all adds up. I mean, you can't yeah. just practice. There's 20-hour rule at some point. Yep. You got to be done. Yeah. Your line was, I want it to look like Bison football, but we are going to make everyone defend every square inch of the field all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think our staff has bought into that mentality. Our special teams have, have elevated that too. And um, we have big play potential on special teams, big returns, but also we, we feel like we can flip the field and and, and and take advantage of that part of the game. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't know if he's told you, but Cody Malk wants a uh, a certain package or formation for him now too. You told he's us been, that he's earlier. been calling for uh, some carries. He's calling said. for. Hey, it. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, it, it didn't happen, and and we didn't. It was it was appropriate. It sh- it, we didn't need to do it at the end of the game, but we had repped a formation that Cordell Volson was at tailback. <laughs> Which is just great. <laughs> and it was going to fall forward for three. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, that Cloud one, of dust. That one was a good pushback. I saw a video, Coach, of Cordell in high school. I saw that, Drake, too. At Drake Animus, return to kick. I mean, it was like little giants right. out there. 
Right. It was it was ridiculous. He's such a treat to be around, <laughs> and you know, I, I don't think the trophy left his side until Sunday. That's awesome. I mean, on the plane, he had it buckled in right next to him. Uh, on the way home, I mean, it was he. I mean, guys like him, Jackson Hankey, our veterans, our seniors. From the moment we walked off the field in Huntsville, mm-hmm. at at Sam Houston, but they didn't talk about it. But you knew the chip on their shoulder was yeah. This is where we're going. Yeah, you know, the rest you need to get on, you know, on board with this deal. But this is how it's going to end up because we're we're taking everybody else to the train station. Exactly. To use a Yellowstone reference <laughs> that I know many out there that you can appreciate certainly as well as Matt Ents here with us uh, in studio. Those guys in mind, Cordell, Christian Watson. Christian got great news last week, yep. an invite to the Senior Bowl in Mobile. Josh Babich, the NFLPA collegiate yep. bowl game in Pasadena. Um, what, uh, what do those guys have coming up? Christian's being talked about as a top 100 pick, yeah. potentially, in the NFL draft. Combine. Cordell, combine invite, mm-hmm. that's right, yep. for Christian. Uh, Cordell, we all know what he, what he is uh, capable of doing. And obviously, Josh Babich has the athleticism and makeup to to catch some eyeballs as well. It feels oh, like you're exactly right. I know all of them right now are in their respective spot, training, getting ready. Um, all of them came back with us, but I think Cordell was gone Sunday. Uh, I saw a tweet. I know Phoenix got Christian to the airport. He was going, I think, back to to Florida yep. to work out. Um, I know. I even think Brayden Thomas is in Denver working out right now. Okay. So these guys are. They're living a dream right now. Yeah. Everything they do now on top of this is just bonus. And so uh, I know this, none of our guys will get cut because lack of effort. Yeah, you know they, they will put in the time, the energy, the effort. They'll turn people's head. People will open their eyes, you know, how well prepared these young men are. And uh, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's exciting times. And uh, I know we got three different guys or three different games that we got guys playing in. I'm actually going to try to get to the East-West Shrine game uh, and see Cordell yep. play. Um, at one time, Christian was going to be in that game and now it's going to Mobile, um, going to be part of the combine. He's His numbers have the p- ability or the potential to be freaky right. at the combine, in my opinion. Yeah, that's going to be interesting with him because you know he's going to test great. He is. I mean, the speed, everything. Outside, you know, vertical. We, yeah, we know the the football side of it is well, just unbelievable. The, just his measurables. Yes. When people actually see him walk in, and he is six four. Yep. And two oh five. I mean, and then he's going to put on. He's already has. Thank goodness we we have the capability here, and and people have allowed us. But you know, we utilize GPS, so we have numbers already about you know twenty two point eight miles an hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- that's a different speed when you're six four. Right, you know, you 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 you, said, you think of five eleven guys running that type of speed. This is a six four, two hundred five pound player running like that. Yeah, I think he is going to be a guy that starts getting talked about a lot here in the next, uh, you know, three to four weeks, and the just the rise of it, the yep. build up because of the measurables you talk about, and he, hey, North Dakota State, yep. you know, skill level and. The, the amount of success he had individually certainly he, he's from a school that doesn't throw the ball you're yeah, right yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> he's right. gonna have a, he's gonna have a great opportunity and I look forward to it and yeah um, he he has he he's reaped everything he's put into this and mm-hmm. uh, been a, a all of we have 
120 tremendous young men on our team. But, you know, it's fun to see Christian. Only offer he had was North Dakota State. That's crazy. He's going to have an opportunity to, to live out his dream. Yeah. That's fantastic. You talked to a lot of those NFL guys. We just talked about Hunter Lipke. I've wondered because he's such a unique player. Have you heard anything on what his prospects might be at that level? Uh, you know, it's a little it's early, early right now. I think yeah. everyone is pretty focused in on this class, but there's always question marks, especially guys who come later in the year after they see some guys. Um, there's three or four, five guys that they're asking about that are underclassmen, right? Underclassmen or non-seniors uh, that people are already – I think on their radar. And so I would anticipate fall camp again. Uh, It'll be a daily occurrence, but we'll have multiple NFL Mm -hmm. scouts, uh, GMs, uh, head of scouting departments at practice. There you go. Some of the comments from North Dakota State head football coach Matt Entz catching up with him, recapping the national championship game, the successes, and some of the uh, the battles and adversity faced by this NDSU football team on their way to their ninth national championship in 11 seasons. What's coming up in 2022? Well, we certainly will have plenty of thoughts on that here in the coming months and through the summertime as well. But as I mentioned earlier, this past fall was not looked at as an NDSU versus the field type of season. We've had those types of years, you know, back in 2013, I would say, 2018 2019 for North Dakota State football not this past season in 2021 but with the COVID year with roster management and eligibility and also unfortunately losing James Madison and Sam Houston to the FBS NDSU is the odds-on favorite to be the preseason number one team in the country and to go back down to Frisco and repeat as a national champion once again a 10th national title in 12 years I don't know of many that would bet against NDSU right now I mean if our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook put out the the favorites and the odds for the FCS national championship winners in 2022 there's no question that North Dakota State would be the odds on favorites and I would say heavy favorites to go back to Frisco and win another national title you have a lot of returning pieces 17 returning starters overall and young players and guys that have provided depth waiting in the wings for the Bison to uh, have their chance to go out there and play. And sadly, with the division moving forward, it's going to be a fascinating storyline, folks. This is an interesting next six months or so in the world of college athletics. We've got some big meetings going on with athletic directors in Indianapolis this week. What are the Power Five going to do? What's the game plan with the college football playoff? Will the Power Five break off and form their own playoff and own division, trying to keep the money uh, in the world of college football? And if that's the case, will we see the remaining group of five and the top tier of the FCS connect to form their own postseason? Uh, it's, it's a fascinating storyline and one to keep an eye on. But for the time being, you look at 2022 – uh, it's NDSU in the field, folks, and I don't know many people that would pick against NDSU in the fall of 2022, and with the schools leaving to the FBS like we talked about, it might be a Dakota's-Montana series or fight, if you will, to reach Frisco because I think you got North Dakota State with Mark Gronowski returning for South Dakota State and the pieces they have coming back and the two Montana schools, Montana State, 
Returning with Tommy Malott. Uh, again, sad to see Malott go down early in the football game. And the uh, the stars they have coming back. And Bobby Houck and the Grizz at Montana. They're not far away either. Feels like a Dakota's and a Montana uh, uh, run to Frisco, if you will. Which of those four schools will be the ones that position themselves well for seeding purposes in the regular season? And then what does the path through the postseason and the playoffs look like as well. I hope others surprise us. There could be other programs that emerge and respond with the departures of James Madison and Sam Houston. Uh, Maybe it is an ETSU who made their way to the quarterfinals for the first time ever. Maybe it is a Kennesaw State. Maybe it is uh, someone out of the the WAC or the, uh, the new A-Sun Conference in the world of, uh, of FCS college football. Maybe Villanova takes the next step forward as the top team in the CAA with no more James Madison to deal with. Those storylines will certainly emerge through the spring, the summer, and into the fall of 2022. Uh, I want to thank Aaron Torres for allowing me to have this platform as a part of the Aaron Torres media feed. I appreciate Aaron. He is a star and uh, love all of his work, all the things he does on all platforms uh, with his uh, production, his media group, his media feed as well. And I'm thankful that he allowed uh, the FCS Fever podcast to be a part of it. And thank you to all of you out there as well for downloading, subscribing, listening. We're going to rock this thing, continue it on as uh, we continue to talk all things FCS college football into the offseason and certainly uh, pick back up more so in the summer and in the fall of, uh, of 2022. My name is Jeff Colhane. It was a fun fall, to say the least, in 2021 and a great season, a great fall for all of FCS college football. You've been locked into the FCS Fever podcast. Enjoy the offseason, everyone, and we'll talk again soon down the road. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply